Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about operational capacity, meaning how much business can you actually take on in a given week? Right? And then from there, how do you make decisions based on that information? So for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a business coach that specializes in helping business owners with marketing, sales, and scaling with total confidence. So that scaling piece is the reason that today's topic is so important. Operational capacity, meaning how many clients you can really afford to take on or how much business you can actually fulfill on, is a key component of understanding when is it time to scale or do things like increase your prices. So there's a lot of benefits to knowing your operational capacity, which I find more often than not, people are not even thinking about, right? And operational capacity is really key first to help you maintain great customer or client relationships. Second, to make your business sustainable, right? Because sustainability is ultimately the goal of what we do in business. We want to do this for the long haul. It's not the goal to just simply have a business for six months and then close it. And then the third benefit is really understanding how to scale your business to meet the demands. And as a business coach, I always encourage people to work with me actually before they hit 100% capacity and feel completely overwhelmed by the number of clients that they have right? And to make those scaling plans and have them prior to reaching hundred percent capacity. So often I find that business owners tend to focus purely on selling more and not really accounting for if they can meet the new levels of demand. And the danger of operating without knowing your actual capacity is that it can really harm client relationships because you'll fall behind on timelines or make promises that you can't fulfill on due to being overworked. And ultimately, the the biggest harm to your business is that you won't be able to meet that growing demand and that it will ruin your reputation, right? And I know that may sound extreme, but it's really what happens when a lot of solo entrepreneurs or newer people in business get going and all they want to focus on is get more clients, get more clients, right? And at this point, you might even be thinking, if I were to be so lucky. But the reality is that you have to plan for success before it happens. Otherwise, you risk ruining your business relationship. So when I ask business owners, how many more sales do you want? So often I hear as much as I can get. And this answer to me is actually a huge red flag and is an indicator of how the rest of the business is running because you need to understand your operational metrics, not just your financial ones. So today I'm going to take you through a five-step process to understand your operational capacity and make meaningful changes in your business. Of course, this is a simplified version because this is a very complex topic and will vary a little bit depending if you are a product-based business or service-based business. But for the purpose of this example and taking you through these five steps, I'm going to speak more in terms of service-based businesses. So step number one in this process is to identify how many clients or customers can you sustainably see or have on a weekly basis, right? Usually when we're calculating things like operational capacity, we're just looking at our total numbers available to work every week. But I encourage you not to do this. 
right? Because everyone wants to take on as many clients as possible. But I urge you to take a a step further and really envision what does your ideal week look like and to understand your own energy levels, right? In theory, you might have 40 hours available, but what's sustainable may only to be seeing clients 20 or 30 hours a week, right? Because you have all these extra things that go along with just seeing clients. So maybe the answer is only 20 hours if you're client facing. And the reason I bring this up is because, like I said at the beginning, running your business is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And if you're at this constant state of sprint, it's not going to be sustainable. So really figuring out, okay, I want to see clients maybe four days a week, and this is the amount of time. And starting there rather than starting on your financial goals. But really, how much can you really see clients and still be effective and still be delivering high quality sessions. So that's one piece of it, right? And if you're in a product-based business, this is a little bit different, but you can think of it in terms of, you know, how much time do I really want to be spending creating this product or working on this product? So step two is to do the math to estimate your capacity. So follow this formula for operational capacity. Basically, you will take the total hours available based on how many clients you actually want to see, like we said in step one. So not your 40 hours, but maybe it is those 20 hours or 30 hours. Multiply that by the number of client-facing individuals. So if it's just you, then the number is one and you don't need to do this step. So you'll take the total number of hours times the number of people that can fulfill on it, divided by the hours it takes to produce, right? And then what that gives you is your maximum capacity. So let's say again in this service-based business example, right? You wanna be seeing clients 20 hours a week and it's just you, so it would be the number 20 divided by, say each session is two hours, divided by two. And so 10 client sessions would be your maximum capacity for the week. Now step three is to track your time. In order to determine how much net profit you make, you have to know how much time each client really takes. So in my example, right, I am client facing for most of what I do and my client sessions are 90 minutes. And usually it takes me anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour to prepare for a single client meeting. So my capacity is not just my total number of hours, you know, divided by 90. It's my total of number of hours divided by probably two to three hours, right? And so tracking the time though is key to understand this. And then once you understand your actual time spend, you can really see what your hourly rate ends up being for the various services and products that you offer. So I use a spreadsheet and one that I share with clients that helps estimate what is my hourly and actual profit on the low end versus the high end. So the example I was giving a moment ago, how I do 90 minute sessions. So on a low end, at a minimum, every client session is going to cost me two hours. At a maximum or the higher end, maybe three. And then I also have to account for things like travel time. And so if there is any travel involved, that could even take it up to three and a half or four hours. And once you start tracking these numbers and really understanding what your actual hourly rate ends up being, then you can begin to understand what capacity is ideal. And in a lot of cases, you'll find that you actually need to increase your prices to account for all that extra time that maybe you didn't realize you were spending per client. So step four is then to calculate profit. How much profit would you make if you were at full capacity given the number of hours, right? That you have uh, really truly available if you're taking a sustainable approach. 
So let's say again that I only see clients 20 hours per week or I have 20 hours dedicated to client work and my net profit is not what it needs to be. Then what? Right? But you don't know that until you calculate your actual profit, what it would be if you were at full capacity. And then step five is to do one of the following. Either raise your rates to help achieve your financial goals, right? Giving your new capacity and understanding what your profit margins are. Or outsource or hire help. Or figure out how to streamline other parts of your business that you, so that you can see more clients each week to meet your financial goals, right? So those are kind of the three options. Once you understand, you know, not only what is your capacity, but how much profit you're making given all the time that you're truly spending on a particular client. And then you have options and you can make really strategic decisions of, okay, how much do I need to raise my rates? And you can run those numbers rather than just simply estimating what you may or may not make, right? Or having these really lofty sales goals and then feeling completely stressed out by the actual process of fulfilling on it. And I will be honest with you. So I have been readjusting this myself over the last month. So February was a phenomenal month for my business, probably my best month in business yet, which was excellent. And that forced me to really look at my own capacity and make adjustments on how frequently I was allowing clients to be able to book me. So this was a big part of my own process this past month, in addition to this being a core part of what I end up advising most of my business coaching clients on. So regardless of whether or not you are in a product-based business or service-based business, it's important to understand your operational capacity, how many things you can produce, how many meetings you can take, and really begin to get a sense of, rather than just leaving it up to chance, how much can you take on, right? And then you can build your sales strategies, your marketing strategies during the times where you have some lulls or being able to build those out without having to be worried about whether or not you can actually fulfill on it. And like I said at the beginning, you really want to be doing all of this before you hit maximum capacity. Otherwise you risk hurting your business's reputation and losing out long-term on business. So a quick review of those five steps to understanding capacity and making meaningful business decisions. Step one, identify how many hours you want to work slash are available to work realistically per week. Step two is to use the formula total working hours times number of people, or if it's just you times one, divided by the hours to produce whatever it is that you create or offer. And that will end up equaling your maximum capacity. Step three is to start tracking your time to really understand how much time you're spending on any given client or customer fulfillment. Step four is to do the math, calculate your potential profit if you were to hit capacity. And if you don't like that number, Step five, make adjustments to ensure that you're under your ideal week and you'll still be making a net profit that is sustainable, right? So whether that's through increasing prices, outsourcing parts of what you do, or maybe creating more availability in your calendar to take on clients and automating parts of your business that were originally taking up that extra time. So I hope you found this helpful, got some new nuggets of information. And if you enjoyed this episode, or if you're a longtime listener, please leave a review on Apple iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. This helps new people find the podcast and keeps me making more podcasts. So would really appreciate your review. But until next time, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back the second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. for new episodes of Women Rise.